Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to a new week on The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Monday, the 4th of April. Today, the F1 Circus rolls into town, an NRL lunch date causes drama in Newcastle, and Barty is back at it. But first... Sing it, Freddie. Yes, we are the champions. The Australian women went into yesterday's ODI World Cup final undefeated throughout the tournament and with England, the final hurdle between them and glory. And England got off to the perfect start. They won the toss. But that sent Alyssa Healy to the crease. That's a good shot. Oh, weird that's... I think that is perhaps the shot of the day. And it was a great shot, but Healy was only on 10 at the time, and she had a lot more shots in. Makes room for herself, but absolutely pummels it over mid-off for four. Look, you might want to get comfortable, because this goes on for a while. She is in some superb form. Healy was eventually dismissed for 170. They've obviously made some sort of mistake. No, she made 170 from 138 deliveries, the highest score in any World Cup final ever, helping the Aussies to set an unconquerable total of 356. And while England star Nat Skiver delivered a stellar innings of 148 not out that in any other game would have landed her player of the match honours, it was all in vain as the Poms fell 71 runs short and the Aussies took their trophy. They have what they came for. It's the World Cup title. One of, if not the best team we have ever seen. We are the champions. I'll be retiring from tennis. It was the moment none of us saw coming. Women's world number one defending Wimbledon and Australian Open champion Ash Barty retiring from the sport of tennis at the age of just 25. But less than two weeks on from that announcement, Ash just can't quit that winning habit. Let's play some golf. On Saturday, playing off a handicap of four, Barty took out the ladies' cop at a local course in Ipswich, the Brookwater Golf and Country Club. But here's the fun part. Remember that Barty is the 14th highest earning female tennis player of all time with a reported $31,920,112 in prize money. That's a lot. Yeah, but for her win on the course on Saturday, Barty scored a tidy $30 which now takes her total career prize money to $31,920,142. Caelan Pollan has a decision to make. Should I stay or should I go now? Master coach Wayne Bennett, who's busily putting together the roster for the Dolphins, the NRL's 17th franchise, which is set to enter the league next season, has put Ponga on the clock after he reportedly travelled from Brisbane to Sydney over the weekend to take Kalen to lunch and sell him on the idea of joining the expansion club in 2023. Lunch is on me! But Wayne's little lunch adventure hasn't gone down well with one of Newcastle's favourite sons. I just think it's poor form if Wayne flew down to Newcastle to meet with a player while they're playing that season. The eighth immortal, Andrew Johns, who is also currently a part of the Newcastle Knights coaching staff, spoke on the Sunday footy show yesterday and was clearly not pleased by the reports of Bennett schmoozing the current Knights captain mid-season. I just think it's poor form to fly to someone's hometown while they're still playing to try to get them to go to their club next year or whenever. I just think it's poor form. And, and look, Wayne's 2000, Justin Hodges signed with the Roosters 
put him on show in front of the team and sacked him. Played reserve grade all the year, so... You know, so what it's should... different when it goes the other way. I, I just think it's really poor. Ponga's contract does provide him with the ability to stay at the Knights for a further two years or leave at the end of the season, hence the reason for Wayne's whining and dining. But Mick Ennis thinks the Dolphins would be making a mistake if they outlaid a reported $1.3 million a year to lure Ponga North and thinks the money could be better spent elsewhere. I would love to see Kalen stay at Newcastle. I, I really would, and I think the best investment for the uh, Dolphins moving forward is I think they go all in for Cameron Munster and they try and get Reese Walsh. Ponga has until round 12 to inform the Knights of his decision. And before I go, what's that I hear? Oh yeah, the F1s are here. The Formula One circus has rolled into town ahead of this weekend's Melbourne Grand Prix. The race itself isn't until Sunday with qualifying on Saturday, but Friday we'll see the teams enjoy three practice sessions around the redesigned Albert Park circuit. We're talking about practice, not a game, practice. But practice matters because the Melbourne track not only has a new road surface, but has been specifically adjusted to provide the drivers with more overtaking opportunities, which, let's be honest, is what we all want to see. Can't wait to see it. Well, don't worry. There'll be daily F1 updates on the scorecard this week, and it's all thanks to Armour, chosen by champions and the auto appearance partner of the Oracle Red Bull Racing Team. And that is your fast fun hit of sport for Monday the 4th of April. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on the scorecard. Listener.